Hello, hello. Ooh. Welcome to Open Studios, uh, a base, a podcast. Mm-hmm. We say we're still trying to figure out <laughs> what 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 our name is. You know, we just like talk about base. So whatever, <laughs> forget the forget the labels. Low end theory. We kind of been think, thinking, you know, using that a little bit. We're, but yeah, we're in, by the in next, between titles. By the next podcast or whatever, we, we'll, we'll we'll have something together. But this, we're just trying to get to the meat and potatoes. You know, you know, just. Have a good time talking about some bass yes, and yes. music in general um, today. Uh, oh, by the way, let me say hello to my to my compadre Bob Debu on the other end. How you doing, Bob? Doing well, Ruben. How are you? Great to see you. I'm good. I'm good. Beautiful. You know, and just in case people don't realize we're we're not in front of each other. We're <laughs> we're miles away, looking at each other on the screens, and you know he has his nice uh, what's what's it called? Uh, uh, oh, you bad, like this? It's, you like this? Uh, what is it called? Uh, what do what's you call that? it? Argyle. Argyle. Yeah. Argyle. Oh yeah. Argyle thing going on mm-hmm. today. You know. And, Thanks. You know, it's very seems chilly, but you know I'm, I'm I have a. a it's a slight chill out here in Santa Cruz. Come on, come on. It just started yeah. snowing out here. Don't rub it in now. Oh, oh. <laughs> but it nice. is February, yeah. so here we are. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, t- today we're going to talk uh, about uh, some, you know, some, or give some daily practice advice. Give some daily practice advice, some ideas. You know, uh, we all have our strengths and weaknesses, and hopefully we know them and we're, we're trying to work on them. But, you know, <clears throat> uh, I think the things that we've come up with are, are things that we could just, you know, take a stab at every day if that's possible you know at least at least two or three of them a day yeah. uh that can definitely strengthen your your your, your practice your 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 bass playing everything mm-hmm. you know uh your, you know some air training in here so yeah. you know just just ideas to, to help you to, to develop you know musical um, conceptions and, uh, yeah just yeah. in general good, yeah good. they're like they're more like long-term type of kind of conceptions yes. we're not saying practice this scale over this chord or you know no no you know no. kind of more long-term like thinking think about how you play the bass or how you approach the bass and how you approach music mm-hmm. as a as a bassist yeah, yeah. no I saw some lifetime advice mm. that's what it sounds like so, <laughs> why, don't, why don't you what's what's the first couple you you got on on uh, sure sure yeah i'll get started on. so and this is yeah. you know we talk about giving advice this was shared Everything I'll say has been shared with me, which I'm very grateful for. And that's okay. all That's all I'm trying to do here as well is this is nothing new. But the first thing that really I, I really love to practice this way, especially with the bow, and that's uh, is, to, is to play along with drones. So mm. to like, you know, hit an A uh, mm. and let that just ring for a while and get the bow out, hit the open okay. A string, make sure it's in tune and really use my ears and feel that. I like to put it on speakers. And mm-hmm. I like to be able wow. to hear it, you know, so I can hear the bass nice. and hear how it's happening. And so, you know, there's there's a lot of different ways to do it. You could record yourself playing wow. playing a drone. There's apps you that go. you can just play oh, along hello. with, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. You can right, hear right. that and you can really feel that. And especially if you sit right, right. sit in a certain key or a certain drone for like a week or a month, it's going to change right. your relative pitch uh, as well. And, nice. you know, you can start to get to the point where um, pick up the phone you it's just right there you know you feel where that is Mm. but i really Mm. like playing along with with drones to tune my ears you know whether it's playing with scales and especially fun when you play with scales you go to the next note and you feel whether you feel the the different degree of tension or consonants Mm. or you really start to feel how the notes play against each other in relationship Mm. to the bass which is i think a really revelatory type of kind of practice it it was for me you know like to really hear where a fifth is really hear where that next mm. octave is um yeah. and uh 
you know, it's so it's great for your intonation. It doesn't need to be with the bow, of course, but I think it's great to, you know, just you were using our ears and really trying to hear what it is. And particularly since as bass players, we're melodic instruments. Yeah. Right. To have that grounding, please. It sounds like it's, it's, it's really good for you. You that relative pitch, being able to to be able to know what it sounds like, what it feels like, because also, also it's, it's between it's working on with your relative, helping your relative pitch, and also your your muscle memory in a certain kind of mm, way, right? For sure. You know, right? If you have the drone, like I I equate it with this also that when I I remember being able to, I don't even know what I was using or doing that I would hear A, maybe I was just tuning up to A a lot mm-hmm. over many years mm-hmm. to the point where I could, t- I, I knew what that, without even playing the bass, I yes. knew what it what it, what an A sounded like, mm-hmm. right? So that helps your, if you don't have perfect pitch, obviously that helps your relative pitch be able to like, be like, okay, I know, I have an idea what A is or or some other note is. For sure. And, you know, but, you know, that's that's muscle memory or that's brain mes- memory, you know, muscle yeah. memory, not just hands, muscle memory. So it gets yeah, I like that. I yeah. like that. I, that mm-hmm. with, a, with a tuning fork. So I always carry around a tuning yeah. fork in the bass too, just in my bib. And so uh-huh. it gets to the point, and I do this with my kids too, which is really fun. You just pull out the tuning tuning fork and you can try to sing where that pitch is before you play it and and ah. and just the the fact of like the the process of looking at it or holding it imparts ah. that sound you know which i think is really interesting you know it's really cool and even my daughters can do that now which i think is cool okay yeah excuse me yeah excuse so me. well they kind of don't have a choice you know that's all day what we do here so <laughs> it's either gonna happen or it's okay. not so playing with drones i think it's great practice and it's just a beautiful right. thing to do um uh-huh. the next thing i was going to bring up if Unless you wanted to say anything else about like the no, oh okay no, so the no, next thing is kind mm-hmm. of uh, in a similar vein as far as practicing kind of in a um, you know a more open open type of way not practicing over chords or something like that but but that's playing with a metronome real slow and when I say okay. slow I mean like twenty fifteen sometimes ten beats per minute you know and really yeah, starting to feel that's slow that's slow right. Mm-hmm. And (laughs) that's a slow blues right there, man. (laughs) They get your get the lope on that, and you're you're really getting somewhere. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But no, like uh, using using like a slow slow metronome, like you know, like say it's like twenty beats per minute, you know. And thankfully, everything you know, the the old school metronomes you couldn't get very slow. But on the phones, you know, these apps now you can go down like five beats per minute, and I'm like, okay, how nerdy can we get with this, you know? (laughs) But like even just finding this, yep. And and knowing where the subdivision, where 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 that next beat lands, right? Yeah. So you can I call us a that's multitude. That's the biggest of, part, for sure. Right. That's the biggest part because right? I always would I would preach to to certain bass players. You have to know though where that those in between notes are. Feel good. Feel those without without getting too too crazy. And instead of you know some t- some people would be like uh, I can go. Uh, uh, Da, 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 you know stuff like that yeah I'm like, no 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 okay i see what? i'm saying that actually i'm saying huh? that though actually i was saying this is like the well, division calling feel, this like beat one of every I feel measure like that's part of it definitely but can you feel just the next note the next beat mm. that that's in between mm. you know yeah yeah da, 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 you know yeah you know th- that you know can you feel that that really i feel tightens tightens your time you know makes it even 
that's it's, it's a lot more challenging for but sure it kind of brings it can brings also bring some something to it and then of course then you go to that that right you know you you can subdivide it, it more almost a little a, a little bit more and then go to that 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 that, that right yeah yeah uh in ballads obviously that you know slow ass ballad i mean I feel like no one plays slow ballads anymore but mm. but uh it, that definitely helps be able to have know what that subdivision is obviously so you can get to the next note and feel makes it make it feel right you know yeah but yeah i like i like that getting like that. yeah for, for me i you know it's getting less information <clears throat> from an external source. So it's like helping me with my internal time. You know, if, uh-huh. if I want to call that beat one of a measure, beat one of every two measures, mm-hmm. beat four, right. whatever. But what I also like is that it helps me to think when I'm trying to practice like odd time signature type of stuff. Like if right. I call that beat one of a measure of five or beat one uh-huh. of a measure of seven or something like that, you can start to mm. open that up in a different different type of way, you know, which I think okay. is, you know, is is fun right. you know to try to land yeah. on that target and really feel where that is okay but it's right. uh you know it's right. just a different way to practice with time play so. with it play with it yeah. play with it <laughs> <laughs> so well anyway uh let's move on to uh another one we're doing about six today it seems like right yeah we're doing six so like a third one we're gonna do uh is something i i uh have been doing for quite some time more lately more like in the past five to ten years more than when I first was told I should do it. <laughs> of course, you don't think about it until many years later. This great bassist uh, by the name of Ron Mahdi. He's in you know Boston. He's, he's still there doing his thing at Berklee College of Music, but he was a, a, a mentor of mine, still a mentor of mine. And, and he would always say, he would just in passing would be like, come on, you know, you got play those double stops. You got to play those double stops. Mm. Work on that left hand. Work on that left hand. Mm-hmm. Play those double stops. And uh, and he would he would specifically say fifths, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. He would say fifths. Play those those fifths. Play those fifths. Strengthen that left hand. And he would and he actually he wasn't necessarily my teacher that I would uh, like take lessons from. He was just like okay. the bass guru on on and I was taking from someone else. Yeah, yeah. And I would go to his gigs or whatever. But we would always have talks about bass and you know. So it was it was kind of like that. And what's funny is that uh, I would uh, also be on a road with this guy, guy named Paul Booth. He would always, he was a cello player, and he would always tell me the same thing. He was a sound engineer for Joshua Redman for me, and he mm. still is, and, and Diane Rees. And he would, he would early on when we, when we would, would be on a road from like, I don't know, when we started up being on a road, 1998, he would always tell me the same thing. Hmm. Yeah, man, work on our left hand, man, do those where that fan left hand I'd be like shut up and do the sound and but uh you know uh but he was he was right on point you know as a matter of fact you know I might as well I, I'm gonna go to the bass real quick oh yeah right here <laughs> this was not planned but I figured I have it so yeah you know now he'd be like he'd be like I'd be like you know like you can figure out any way whatever you want mm-hmm. but like stay in it mm. Whatever double stops you feel, you know, I, I don't know. Uh. Mm. <laughs> but it's really just trying to make sure, make sure that you have those fits mm. right in tune, mm. too, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Ah. It's a lot harder than it seems. Yeah. <laughs> but but it's 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 um 
something to really work on and just just strengthen your left hand like do it a few minutes a day you know what i mean it really helps a lot it really really does help a lot do you suggest playing it like in a free in a free way like you were just doing play play i mean have fun with it of course but any way you want any Mm -hmm. way you want Mm -hmm. i think that the like i go back to also uh, um uh uh a time I was playing with uh, Joshua Redman, he he had this song that he brought in. It was a trio song, as in bass drums, and in him, mm-hmm. and it, it called for me to to play this this kind of like ostinato kind of like, dum 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 in fifths mm-hmm. to the whole head okay. at a little slower temper than that, right? And it was like two heads, right? So it was <laughs> just like, oh man, I remember it killed me i was like oh god and that also got me to, to be like Ruben, you need to get back to those fifths you need to get back to those fifths i, w- I couldn't wait to get get to the top of the head get to the solo i'll be like oh, okay I can, I can shake just, it out just, you yeah. know <laughs> and I, i'm thankful also that i wasn't the only person because i remember josh ended up doing a, a, a concert with with uh, a duo concert with um with Christian McBride mm-hmm. and he he came to me he says don't worry man you're not the only one complaining about that he's like hey, why are you <laughs> why you did it you know he has these bare of a hands yeah, i'm yeah. like okay cool it's not this yeah, just, he was like well, i can't place i can't play those fifths all through the whole oh, oh god <laughs> brutal <You know>? brutal <laughs> brutal <laughs> anyway uh, man the first thing know. that comes to mind i remember hearing uh, jo- uh joe henderson's album uh state of the uh-huh. state of the tenor right and you hear that oh, song yeah. Beat- beatrice yeah ron carter uh-huh. playing uh-huh. those fifths at the top and oh, i remember man. the first time hearing that like as a, a teenager or something like that and being like Holy shit, that's that's the coolest like yeah. one of the coolest things I've ever heard. Like hear him play those right, right. those beautiful yeah. open fifths and signature. in tune. Signature. Oh, signature. Something else. Yeah. Um another thing uh that I think is 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 great to to try and uh step out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. is a is a great thing to do anytime, you know, to try and better yourself. Uh is also practicing with your action a little bit higher mm, you know mm-hmm. uh jack up your, your 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 instrument your your strings just a little if you have adjusters of course and mm-hmm. not everyone you know believes in just adjusters or have them so if you do have have adjusters which i think is 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 you know situational i think it's great to have them yeah but uh, i've always thought it was cool especially me being a travel traveling basis with my base most of my life that i could go to a climate and be like oh man this is this and that i can i can adjust accordingly for you sure know? for sure um but you know, there's different schools of thought on that. I'm sure, and I respect whatever what, what everybody, yeah. what anybody thinks. But definitely, what I would do a lot of times is I, the practice base I would have at home. Uh, I have well, I haven't been traveling, so the, <laughs> my main base all the time. But I, I used to have this K base okay. uh, that I would purposely have the strings a little higher. Huh. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I would, and I would, I would. Uh, practice on that only wow. i wouldn't play my own instrument that i was traveling most of the time i would just play that and 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 all over the years also just like being able to uh it helped i think just being able to just play any 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 instrument because mm-hmm. especially traveling you know especially in the past i don't know five to ten years that that i haven't been carrying my bass as much yeah, yeah. it helped that i could just get on any instrument and just like 
you know really be a lot more fluid and have some dexterity because i was already playing on instrument or with strings that were a little higher and you know that's you know get out of your comfort zone and you know and like oh this, i feel sound best here it feels the best right, here. Right, no, right. it doesn't you know you bring out some different music if you mm. feel a little uncomfortable and and hopefully you know definitely and when you get on someone's else instrument you know at a jam session or whatever also that that might make you sound better oh too, for sure you know? yeah oh i love that yeah that's like weight, that's weight training right you're training you know the off season exactly. yeah exactly i love that that's a great idea i need another bass to yeah, just no. keep it jacked up put some really fat <laughs> strings on there <laughs> no that's that's right. that's beautiful yeah for sure uh, um all right so the next next Bob? the next one that i had in mind was um uh transcribing away from the instrument and or practicing wow. away from the instrument really trying to like okay. conceptualize you know for the first thing practicing if you're thinking about scales you can grab that pitch from that that drone or whatever you're tuning for or whatever and start singing scales or passages melodies whatever you like you know arpeggios and then mm. while you're doing that it's one thing to sing it but if you're actually like you know for lack of a better term air basing or practicing you know what i mean like imagining <laughs> conceptualizing yeah. right you know like that's sure you could you know like you see the cats doing all the moves and being like you know big right, you right. know showing right. but like mm. feeling like that you know that swing mm. you know or whatever like practicing that yeah. that feel away from the instrument and then trying to bring that back to the instrument i think it's really cool no. you know i just enjoy yes. that especially if you have limited time perhaps at your instrument you don't need to waste mm. that time. You know what I mean? Like no. I can think about stuff like that and it's nothing new, but I think ear training and really practicing that stuff away from the instrument is cool. At the same time, transcribing, if you're figuring out, right. if you're trying to figure out like one measure of, of, mm. you know, of, uh, Joe Benjamin's baseline or like four right, bars right. of it at a time and really try to hear it and get as best you can away from the instrument to really hear that in your in your in your playing and then bring it to the instrument. And, and you know, a lot of times if you train your air enough, like actually I hadn't even thought about it till just now, but I'm like I'd never even I just been so into that recording. But you could also maybe listen to his notes and his choice of notes. Mm -hmm. Be like, okay, you can figure out if you don't have perfect picture and you can figure out just from listening, okay what key it is in sometimes mm. you know like you can hear that open d you can mm -hmm. hear that yeah from the a. open strings for sure you know yeah, what yeah, i'm saying definitely. or or, or you can range. hear you know where it's laying on the instrument to say okay mm -hmm. okay i, I could you can imagine yeah what you know the shape of his bass lines the shape of his solos or whatever from just listening that that is also that i like to do that when you say practicing way or listening you listening but okay what keys it in oh, okay i can see the bass line i can see the shape yeah now because now that i know it's now they're there. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> for sure. Oh, damn. He can play in position. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. Stuff like that, you know? <laughs> for sure. For sure. Yeah. It's a different level of deep listening, for sure. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. But anyway, let's, we'll wrap it up with this one uh, that um, I saw on, uh, uh, actually, on uh, some YouTube. I don't know if it was YouTube. Was it YouTube? Actually, tell you, because I've, no, I've heard him say this long time ago in some video maybe it wasn't youtube because it was some quite some time okay. ago and i've always loved this 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 advice uh from bob hurst the great mm. bob hurst mm. you know he's in uh, michigan he teaches there and you know it's done you know he doesn't need any introduction he's mm. he's played with everyone and and he's a he's a true bass guru uh a virtuoso on the instrument and uh and he would always say uh, i think and of course he got this from someone else but uh take time to do some free play mm. just 
free play during your your practice time it, it doesn't have to be you know 20 minutes it doesn't have to be you know you know it, it could be 30 seconds it could be two minutes but what i end up telling you know when i would have students uh on a regular basis i would have them sometimes walk into the lesson and i say all right today you play in a cardi hall ah <laughs> all right set up the base what is that you 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 getting put on the spot right now? Oh, you just you, so just like Don Bias and and, and, and Slam Stewart, mm. right? If 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 you had to show up and do a, a piece on your own solo, how what's that sound like? Mm. You got to convince me though. You can't convince. You can't come. In, you know, it's got to be convincing and be from the heart, not just some some slick stuff. You just figure it out. So mm. having that part of your practice routine, like just you know just you know, and just go crazy. What does it feel like to just, you know, explore the instrument and say anyway, but make music out of it as best yeah. as you can. I mean, uh, you know, a quick story on that is too. It's funny that happened to me when I was at Carl Allen's band, great drummer. He did that to me uh, early on uh, when I was a young buck, and he we were. It was Vincent Herring, Anthony Anz, Juan Z on piano, mm. Nicholas Payton was playing, mm. and and we. He was like, "All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have a special treat for you." Uh, we're going to feature our, our young bassist uh, on a, a tune um, of his picking. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, and he's going to do it solo. And everyone <laughs> left the stage. You know? And I was like, uh, I, love, uh, I love that. Uh, 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 okay. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I, I, I just. I think I did a uh, body and soul or something like that. And I, I, I faked my way through it, but, but, uh, oh. <laughs> but that, that definitely I, after that, I was figuring some stuff. I had like three or four tunes in my back, back pocket. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you're not going to catch ready me for the like next that. time. Yep. <laughs> so, but, but in any case, just, just some free play to try kind of like, not necessary to, to prepare yourself to, to for if you know if you play in Carnegie Hall or anywhere else, but <laughs> Carl Allen's band, yeah, so, yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Watch but out. just open Watch yourself out. up, open yourself up to anything your, your possibilities, get away from your practice routine, mm. and just make music on your own, yeah, all right? yeah, explore, yeah. get into the bass. Yes. I love it. You better believe it. Oh, oh and theory. <laughs> Beautiful, beautiful bass advice. I love it. Yeah, baby. All right. Well, it's been another open studio uh, bass podcast. We call it for right now. And, uh, you know, thanks for joining us. Yeah. And until next time, Bob. Yeah, Ruben. Stay, stay warm, all right? Yeah, be cool. Great to see you. <laughs> all right, man. Peace. See you next time. All right, peace. <laughs>